Okay. All right. So good morning, uh, Hermes, and good morning, everyone. And welcome to another uh, episode of uh, How to Become a Digital Nomad. Uh, as I was just explaining to uh, Hermes, my good friend, and a digital nomad as well, that this the objective of these episodes uh, is to uh, teach people or give them insights from people who are truly digital nomads, who have been traveling, who actually made it, who are able to support themselves where they are traveling, and give us uh, some tips and tricks about their uh, lifestyle what do they like why don't they like uh, how do they do their thing how did they start and that kind of stuff so first of all welcome Hermes uh, thank you very much for uh, this valuable time of yours yeah thanks for having me anytime a pleasure so to start with just tell me a little bit about yourself what do you do who are you uh, where do you live just give us like a little bit like of, okay. uh, of an introduction yeah, so my name is uh, Hermes, and um, yeah, I'm 31 years old, and I currently live in Bali, and I have uh, I've been doing this uh, digital nomad lifestyle for about uh, four years now, three and a half years, something like that. It's about four years ago that I quit my uh, my corporate job in the states, where I worked for seven years. Uh, straight office environment, like straight up cubicle, cubicle walls uh, surrounding me, and uh, and yeah, I've managed. I I managed to escape that routine just through pure brute force and doing stuff you know that people normally find it almost impossible to do. Um, and yeah, uh, it's actually not that bad uh, nowadays. Um, you know, it's, it's been quite a mission to get to where, where I'm at now, but, um, I think once you throw yourself out there, you start to, uh, learn a bunch of new skill sets. And, um, I have, I have a wide range of skills now that I've been able to develop from, from putting myself out there all the way from, uh, building websites, uh, doing, uh, consulting, digital marketing, advertising on all sorts of, uh, uh, social media platforms. I've done e-commerce stores. Um, I've done over a million dollars in sales on e-commerce. Um, and yeah, I've had a lot of Facebook, uh, uh, Facebook experience and advertising lots of disabled ad accounts. Um, yeah, made, a, met a lot of people throughout the way, a lot of, uh, digital nomads along the way that have been crucial to where I am now. Uh, if it wasn't for them, like I definitely wouldn't be where I'm at. Uh, and at the moment, uh, we are running a family business. Um, that's, um, it's, it's back in our state. We have online courses and I kind of came into this business because I, I've gathered up all of these, uh, skills from, you know, like I mentioned, building websites, uh, designing, uh, speaking with suppliers, e e uh, email marketing, uh, digital marketing. And so I, I, I bring all this experience and then, you know, my mom, my mom was starting a business and she was like, you know, I could really use some help. And I was like, all right, let's, let's do this. Cause I see it as like a, it's a family business. It's an, it's an investment. I actually enjoy, uh, what we, what we do, what we stand for. Uh, we have a really good culture going on and, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm fully invested in it at the moment. So I'm happy that, you know, my digital 
um, nomad lifestyle has kind of brought me here. And that's kind of what I concentrate mostly on at the moment. And on the side, you know, I just kind of concentrate. I, I have other like little side hustles. Like e I still do e-commerce and uh, now I'm, I'm into crypto as well since it's been booming lately. Nice. Was it was it difficult for you to uh, from from a social uh, perspective, like when you decide to leave and to become a digital nomad? How how was that? Because you, you are mm, from yeah. you you are what you're from Venezuela and the United States, right? Yeah, yeah. So I was born in Venezuela and I was raised in uh, Miami, Florida. Um, I moved there when I was five years old. And yeah, so there was a lot of uh, social pressure. Uh, first of all, when when I decided to quit, you know, that I was going to leave corporate, uh, my mother almost had a heart attack and she wanted to just kill me. You know, like, how could I how could I just like leave this perfect job that everybody is, you know, looking dreaming wants to have, you know, like work in a corporate environment and move up the corporate ladder and all that. Uh, and I just wasn't happy, to be honest, like I was more depressed than anything. I had I had a lot of responsibility from a young age and um, I just I just kind of got fed up with it. So there was a lot uh, of pressure because, you know, obviously I, uh, when you are um, when you are like in at least I can speak for the states, um, you know, you're you're very much involved in a system and that system tells you that you have to, you know, do, do graduate, go, go to college, get a job, start a family. And uh, that's, that's not the way that it has to be at all. So uh, a lot of people, especially our parents, I mean, they, they are like, they have that old mindset, you know, and uh, to them, it's almost like betrayal <laughs> that you, that you do something like this. And I think part of uh, part of it is kind of like taking ownership of your own life and just kind of saying like, okay, like I have to do this for me. Like, sorry, mom. Sorry. Sorry, dad. You know, like I gotta, I gotta do this because I'm just not happy and I want to find something else to do with my life. So yeah, there was, there was a lot of, a lot of pressure backlash uh, and it was very, very scary to do. That's very, very interesting because also we have, I think I'm coming from Egypt and uh, and we have the same kind of social pressure as well. I mean, I was lucky enough that I was not pressured by my family, uh, which is kind of what brought me here. It's basically their lack of pressure of uh, it's what made me who I am and made me also a digital nomad. But I think that this is something universal. It's not only the States and it's not only Egypt. It's something, it's basically the system wants to be as part of the system, basically. Um I wanted to ask you as well, uh, did you have, when you started that, what set of skills did you have to, when, when you decided mm -hmm. to become a digital? Did you have anything related to digital nomads or, uh, and that's how you started and then you built something along the way or, or you started from zero? No, I mean, yes and no. Um, I had somewhat of a, a technical background uh, because I went to school for um computer science so i had some and i worked in this uh software development company for for those seven years so i i had a lot of experience in the in the technical world kind of like with websites and some programming languages um i by by no means was i like an expert at it you know i could kind of program like little basic stuff but I, I i'm not a programmer and i'm yeah. to this day i'm not but i could kind of get by on understanding like html you know and like where things are going um 
I, I and I could learn by just Googling things, you know? So, um, I had that, um, under my, my skill set, And, you know, I, I also had like photography and, and, and video editing just as just things I like to do as a hobby, but I didn't, uh, at that time, like when I quit my job, like I just wanted to kind of do something else. I wasn't really thinking about becoming a digital nomad. Uh, it was kind of like later on in, in, in the picture where like those skill sets were like, oh, okay, well, you know, I kind of know how to build a website and, um, you know, uh, and, and I already know some like Photoshop, like I can edit some photos and whatever. And, you know, I know a little bit of programming, so I guess I can design websites. And like, that's, that's kind of where I started since I kind of had a little bit of a background, but to be honest, like, no, I had never built a website in my life. Uh, I, I kind of had the idea of how I could do it. And in fact, when I, when I got to Bali, I got involved in the, like the digital nomad scene. I, I started networking and I met this guy and he was like, do you know how to build websites? Uh, he became a good friend of mine and I told him the truth. I was like, look, I, I, I haven't done one, like, like the one that you want, but I can try. And here's what I'll do for you. Like, I'll just build the homepage for you. And if you like it, then you can hire me, you know, and, that, okay. and, he, and, he, and, and I gave him like one month time. And so I ended up doing that and he liked it. And, you know, I got a job and he paid me $5,000 to build this massive website. Nice. So that was like, my, that was like my first, like true, uh, uh, like digital nomad, uh, uh, uh salary or pay or yeah. Okay. yeah. And yeah. How, how did that feel when you got your first, uh, pay as a man? Nomad? It was amazing. It was amazing. Cause it was like, it was like wow, an epiphany like, or something like uh, yeah 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 it's it's it was like an epiphany that just hit me like wow like people like are looking for other people that can do this like it was kind of on the back of my mind uh from the very beginning like i knew that i had to find a way to make money um and you know i i thought about different things and based on my prior experience i thought that for me personally the easiest route would be to build websites because that's, I had, I kind of had experience. I understood, I understood that world. Um, for other people, it might be different. For, for some people are, are good at writing, you know, and then they can find job as freelance writers and they can do copyright stuff, you know? Um, so, so each to each their own, you know, you just kind of have to like sit down and say like, what, what am I good at? Or what would I like to do that I'm willing to put the time to, to learn? Again, like I didn't know how to build a website and I gave myself that one month and I was literally like Googling, like how to do this, how to do that. And it, it, I was just grinding nonstop. Mm. So, um, um, yeah, it, it, it uh, I, that's kind of like the easiest path that I chose was the one where I kind of had some, some uh, background experience. Some knowledge. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. So how do you feel about being one do you are you happy that you are now a digital nomad is something that you yeah or you're happy with that decision oh 100 percent um there is a man it's it's a sense of freedom uh obviously um you know you do have to take care of yourself and take care of your time because uh no there's no one on top of you trying to like say like okay you have to uh you have to get this report in by 9 a.m tomorrow or whatever it's kind of like 
you on your own, you're on your own boss, um, which is an amazing, but you need to have a sense of responsibility that goes, that goes along with it. Um, but I mean, I really can't complain. I love the lifestyle. Like I live here in Bali. I mean, I meet amazing people all the time. Uh, you know, I, I get to go surf and just make my own hours. And uh, it's really, it's a, it's a really, really laid back um, lifestyle compared to when I worked those seven years in those corporate office where it was like nine to five, Monday to Friday. And it was just the same routine over and over. And yeah, that's, I mean, that's, that's not the life that I wanted. And I definitely appreciate the lifestyle that I have now. Oh, definitely you do have one of the nicest lifestyles i mean like i, I know you personally and, and uh, you do salsa you do bachata you do singing you do music uh, and you do surfing as well uh, and you go to the gym so like uh, it's it's uh, yeah. in my opinion it's uh, it's uh, one of the nicest lives you can you can um, you can wish for actually yeah uh, it's 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 hard to, uh, you know, sometimes it's, I, I'm not going to lie. It is hard to like find the time to sit down and grind out work as well, because there's so many, this little it's a, distractions. It's a, it's a tough life. It's a tough life, you know, between <laughs> salsa, between life. bachata, between surfing. Like, <laughs> where, where are you going to have the, the time? It's difficult. Yeah. Uh, in your opinion, what are the, the advantages? I mean, the, the advantage of being digital nomad, I think you kind of spoke about them, like the, the time, not being your own boss, having time to do stuff and earning uh, money and being able to sustain yourself and living where you are. Anything else, like an advantage that you would like to add to this uh, list or not? Mm. Uh, the advantage is that you really never stop learning, uh, which I, I think is amazing. There's, <laughs> there's, I mean, there's so many skill sets out there. Um, and once you get on one train, um, like for me, per, like I started like with the websites, right. And then once I knew how to like build a website, I said to myself, well, like, I wonder if I could like build a website and sell products. And then all of a sudden, like I found a way to sell products. And then once I, once I started selling products, I was like, well, okay, maybe I should make a course on how to sell products. So I made a course. And then once I made a course, like I got good at, you know, um, digital marketing, running ads on social. So it's, there's each, 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 each one is a, is a stepping stone that's going to take you to another level. Yeah. And, and um, it creates opportunities. It opens new doors for you. It forces you to meet new people. Um, and ultimately, I mean, the goal is to, you know, you, for you to create something where you can use all of the skill sets that you've acquired along the way to create something that, that you are passionate about and you want to work for. Uh, and I mean, that's the ultimate advantage, you know, um, rather than, than just kind of like working for somebody else and, and doing what, what you're told, you kind of just build your, your skill sets. And I mean, there's so much, there's so much to learn. It's amazing. I totally agree. I totally agree. I started like, um, when I started as a digital nomad, I, I mean, I started as a, as an online teacher. That was my first step into stepping that. And exactly what you're saying is is happened to me as well in in a shorter period or in a short period. Because I started with that, then I found out, okay, fine. So I can actually teach people that. And then actually it's like, how about like expand and I expand this knowledge to everybody. And then all of a sudden you're just like, it's like, it's, it's a ladder. And like, once you start, it like opens, like you just said, it like opens so many opportunities. I found it like amazing. 
amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are the disadvantages of becoming of being a digital nomad in your opinion? Disadvantages. Uh, that's a good one. Um, let's see. Disadvantages. Um, well, one, uh, you know, I I do miss my family and friends, uh, obviously, um, and I I wouldn't necessarily say that that this is a disadvantage, but like you you have to make sure that you keep yourself in check as well because since you have the liberty to do whatever you want it's it's very easy to get distracted and um i think one of the most important things is like you just find the time to do the things that you need to do one way or another like yeah you you can set time for surfing or whatever but you also need to find the time to grind it out and like for me uh, I, I'm very easily distracted and whatnot, but I find myself working at night uh, because my also the team that I work with is at night and it's, there's less distractions and it's just like, all right, well, I'm just going to set up my computer and just uh, work and get it done because since I didn't do it in the day, I'm just going to do it now. Uh, in a way, like, yeah, that is, that is a benefit because you have the flexibility of, but in, a, in another, it it can be viewed as a disadvantage if, if you are not, if you don't keep yourself in check. Um, and, uh, you know, that's part of something that, that is, is part of personal growth and, and getting stuff done. So if you, if you don't hold yourself accountable, then you could, uh, you could end up doing more harm than good. Yeah. Yeah, I got you. Okay. Uh, all right. I have a question for you. Another one. Uh, do you, do you mind tell us your uh, average income more or less just to give the guys an idea i don't you don't have to if you don't want to yeah. it's it, like, it, uh, it uh it varies um because i also work um with commissions so a lot of the times we we're doing a lot of um a lot of experimental stuff we spend so, some months we spend about five thousand dollars uh monthly on um on advertising and other months we can spend $20,000. So it just, it just may vary, um, for that particular job. Like I could get paid, um, about, about, it can range from like 1500 to 3000, uh, a month or something okay. like that. Um, then that's, that's for, that's for one of my jobs. And then if I have the e-commerce store and whatnot, like I can generate an, an additional like $500 or something. And if, then if crypto is doing well, then I can make another couple hundred. Okay. Okay. Great. Yeah. Uh, but it just, it just varies every month. depending yeah, I, on. I understand. I'm just trying to, to, to project basically a, an idea to the guys out there so that they can actually kind of understand what is what is there what is real you know like what is yeah and you living here in bali your average uh, spending is is how much like also on average just like yeah so i would say uh i think uh rent itself is about 500 us dollars or something like that mm-hmm. now maybe like let's say 600 dollars, and then um other expenses for food uh going out and having fun and whatever like I would say that's probably the most expensive part. I'd say uh, it can vary, you know, like um, you can, you can, you have the flexibility of uh, how much you want to spend. 
and you know you you can always like cook at home if you don't want to spend more so that can always range like between another like 500 to a thousand dollars it just depends you know so but i think but i mean like lifestyle is it's just relatively cheap because back in the states like living in like a villa where i am now it is easily you know um fifteen hundred dollars a month you know whereas here it's five hundred dollars and like it's a it's a great place it's it's a good atmosphere and yeah like um it 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 just depends on on how much you want to spend so um you can spend a thousand dollars a month or you can spend three thousand dollars a month but it's it's totally up to you to be able to handle your finances as well okay all right and uh when when you decided to become a digital nomad what was your first step what is the first thing you did what was like okay that was the that's my first step what was yeah the very 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 first thing was i joined a uh I joined a, uh, one of these um, co-working spaces uh, here in Bali in particular. It's called Dojo, but there's yeah. many of them. Um, and that was like my first introduction to, uh, to this free. Like I, I, I had in mind that I wanted to do something and I knew that all the people that went to these co-working spaces were, in, were freelancing and were digital nomads in some sort of career. And I just wanted to learn. So I joined this and I started networking and just asking, like, what do you do? Oh, Digital Mar, what do you do for e-commerce, you websites, you and writers? And it was just like such a diverse group of people. And, and then it just became a matter of like asking questions and just learning. And, and everyone, everyone in this environment was really relaxed and willing to help. So um I got fortunate. I met these these guys. Uh, well, I, I met, first met the the guy with the website uh, that I worked for, and then after that, I met some other guys that were doing e-commerce. And they, you know, they showed me their numbers. They were very transparent with me, and they showed me their their revenue and their net net profit and whatnot. And, and I was like, man, if you could do this, I could do this too. Like, it's really not that bad. And then I just started like grinding at it. Like, don't get me wrong, I I did lose some money getting started but you know in a way it was like i lost like two thousand dollars in just paying in ads you know trying to trying to sell one product and i didn't really know what i was doing but i don't see it as like, as a I loss lost money i see it as like it, it was an investment like it's the same thing as you know rather than like paying a two thousand dollar like university course uh that you know you might get some theory on like i just paid two thousand dollars and i had hand, hand you know hands-on experience with all of this and like lesson learned you know like you learn the hard way uh and it's actually beautiful like what other no there's no better other way to learn so you actually came to bali without the intention of becoming a digital nomad it's something that happened along the way Ah, okay yeah exactly yeah i came here i actually came here uh, because before this when i quit my job in the states i i i left to australia on a holiday working visa and i was just working as a bartender over there uh, in a little small town, just and saving up money. And then I came to Bali on holiday. I was just going to be here for two or three months or something. And then now three years later, here I am. Nice. Nice. Uh, Do you have any tip or, uh, or any like hint 
that you would like to share to people, something that you learned along the way or something that uh, that's you, you found it crucial, something you found like that really helped you in becoming a digital nomad or or while being one or whatever it, it can be a website, it can be like a, a skill or just a piece of advice. Do you have anything to, to mm. offer? No, I think uh, the initial, the uh, I think the hardest part of everything is really making that first initial move of deciding like, okay, yeah, like this is what I want. And uh, it might seem impossible, like, oh, wow, like how can I do this? Like first I have the social pressure from my friends and family that this is how it's supposed to be. And then on top of that, like I have, I have a car, you know, or, and I have a cell phone bill here. And there's so many things like that are tying me to this, to this place. And, um, you know, you just have to, you just have to do it. Like there's no other, there's no other way to do it. Uh, it's just kind of like, I'm going to put myself out there and I'm willing to learn and like, like worst comes to worst. Like, I mean, I did this, I, I chose this lifestyle like leaving a corporate job and having a house, like owning a house and ha having a car as well. And I just said, screw it. Like I'm, I'm, I'm leaving. And I actually ended up like selling everything that I owned. So um, like if, if you don't even own a house, like it's, it's really not that bad. You can uh, choose this lifestyle and like, you can try, like the way that I saw it was if, if I fail, the really really the worst that can happen is like i'll come back home and i may live with my parents for a bit and just get back back on my feet i'll find another job that to me that was like worst case scenario and it wasn't even that bad because i wanted to find a new job anyway right so um it's i think the biggest fear factor is taking that initial step once you start doing it uh everything else kind of aligns and falls naturally with what you're looking for like if you're, you just need to put yourself out there and then of course uh once you're out there the the biggest and most important thing i think is to network and just to get to know other people that have or are doing what you want to do because um you know you you become the like the people that you surround yourself with so uh, if you're around other entrepreneurs and freelancers and digital uh nomads then you're naturally going to sway in that direction because you're going to learn from them you're going to learn their skill sets what they do it's going to give you new ideas open up new opportunities and you never know like even if you don't have like uh that like technical skill sets like whatever like you can't it's easy to just go and learn some how to photoshop something so like hey okay like i can i can edit this image for you and it just so happens that this person is building a website and needs a thousand images edited you know, and they're willing to pay you 200 bucks for it. And it's like, okay, like 200 bucks are like, uh, that's half my rent already. Like, cool. I'm almost there. Like, I just need another gig like this. And that covers my rent. And, okay. and yeah, you just go from there. Okay, great. Uh, what about the effect of the COVID on you? Was that a good thing, a bad thing? Um, how did that affect you? Uh, for me personally, uh, I, it, it didn't affect me, uh, that much being in the, uh, in the digital world. Um, I, I, for us, it was kind of a little bit of an advantage because we sell online courses and during the, uh, during this whole pandemic, a lot of people wanted to 
create, get new skill sets and, uh, and work from home and study online and stuff. So, uh, it actually worked for our business, uh, to, to our advantage. There was like a boom of people, you know, like learning new skills and taking courses online. Um, and, uh, on a personal basis, um, yeah, it, it really, it really hasn't been that bad. I really haven't thought much about COVID. Like I didn't give it much thought except for when I actually got COVID and I was quarantined for 14 days and I was highly I, I, <laughs> I wanted to go back home and eat my mom's food yeah, i remember I was, that too. <laughs> close to leaving bali and you, you were like you were like don't do it hermes don't do it and uh, i took your yeah. advice on that um <laughs> but uh i think uh i think one of the one of the things about being a uh, a digital nomad and being tucked away in your own little island or corner where, where wherever you want to be is like uh, there's a lot of external stuff going on in the world um, that uh, it just doesn't hit you as much. Like over here, you know, you're 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 kind of you you create your own little world, and um, like obviously it's it's a serious thing what's going on with the whole COVID uh, thing. But I think uh, when you change your mindsets into like this is what I need to do. And this is how much I need to earn in order to pay. Like you're, you're just, that, that's what you focus on. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, yeah, I, I don't, I don't keep up with the news. I don't know what's like, I know that, you know, there's stuff going on in the world. Like I try to be uh, aware of that stuff with what's important, but uh, you know, I also, I'm trying to create a life that I'm, I'm happy with. And uh, that's, that's my main priority. Okay. All right. So one last question. Um, uh, if somebody would have kind of the same sets of skills that you have, let's say like you can do web development, you can do na na na. Do you have any websites that you would recommend that these guys would go into and apply or, or, or something like that? Is that because I, I know that you haven't taken that approach because you started like uh, in a place like dojo you started connecting with people and that's how you, you started the thing but do you know of any anything that uh, people can kind of because some some people that we are talking to are actually not in the same situation they're already back home so they need to start from from where they are mm-hmm. uh, so if you have anything yeah. to give on that or, or if not it's fine i mean uh you know there's uh there's uh there's there's websites like Fiverr and Upwork that I, you know, are like the basics. Um, if you, if you have some sort of skill that uh, you're good at and you want to get paid for, you can always uh, create a profile there and, and wait till, you know, somebody hires you for a certain job uh, there. You can, you know, whatever you do. I mean, there's people that outsource, you know, Mm -hmm. Tinder profiles, you know, and they'll message all your dates for you instead of like, you can literally do anything, uh, on Upwork. It's crazy. Uh, and Fiverr. Um, so yeah, I mean, if you're, if you're a writer, uh, a graph graphic designer, if you, whatever skill set you have, um, if, if you feel like you don't have a skill, like everyone has, has some sort of skill set somehow, you know, uh, it's just a matter of like, really like thinking back and be like okay like 
maybe maybe you have like some programming or you understand it or whatever like it's not what you want to do for a living but it's something that you can use for your advantage in order to get your foot in the door um because it doesn't mean that you have to be a programmer like i don't want to be a programmer you know and i and i don't want to build websites either but like i kind of had to go through that in order to be able to open up new opportunities so yeah websites like fiverr um upwork and also like it i think um it's free to follow to follow these um um what are they called um like like dojo um uh yeah the, the co-working spaces like dojo yeah, yeah uh, it's, it's you can follow these co-working spaces on facebook and it's interesting because people are constantly posting questions like hey like I need help. Like, does anybody know how to, you know, set up Stripe on a Shopify store? Or uh, does anybody know how to like uh, edit this video, whatever? And you can kind of get an idea as to like what people are looking for. Um, and, and even you can reach out to them. That's a good tip, actually. It's a very good tip. Yeah, you, yeah, you can. Yeah, you can reach out to them, and it gets gets the idea flowing. Because sometimes what you'll see is like sometimes what will happen is like someone will post a question and like hey does anybody and like without you even realizing you're like oh you know what like i could do that mm. you know like yeah like i i actually like i don't i, I may not have experience but like i kind of know a little bit about it and i could probably like help this person out you know and uh, and yeah so i think i think that that's also a good starting point is follow these uh these uh co-working spaces facebook groups and uh and see uh what kind of questions people are posting and uh, just to kind of give you an idea of what that world is like. Okay. Okay. And any personal or uh, or uh, or app that you are using that is helping you in being like, for example, I use like uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, there is this app that uh, that like for timing, like uh, we work mm-hmm. from everywhere. I don't. I think. Uh, uh, I don't remember the name of it right now, but that's uh, one of the websites I'm I'm using. Like it shows you mm. where you are in the world and uh, and shows oh, you yeah. if you want to have a meeting with someone else in a, in another part of the world. So mm. uh, every every time zone it's called. Uh, so okay. that, that's one application I'm using. For example, anything that you are using, like uh, or an app or something like. Uh no, I'm I'm very bad at that. Like right now, like. Raheem, you're actually an, an inspiration for me about this whole calendar thing because you are so good at writing everything. And uh, even like today, I I uh, I push I pushed our meeting back an hour and a half, and you were like, "Okay, well, I gotta look at my calendar." And I was like, "Oh crap!" Like, yeah, that's fine. Don't <laughs> like, worry about it. He's got his calendar going on, so I'm, that's actually that something that I'm trying to get better that better at, and uh, I've been writing. Um, I just use Google calendars and all that. Like uh, I, I, I get too overworked and uh, all psyched up if I use too many systems. So I like to just keep it simple and just use the calendar on my phone and, um, and whatnot. So no, I, I don't, I don't really have any uh, specific apps that like keep me in check. Okay. Uh, and, and is there anything else that you would like to add? Any question that you think, I could have asked that I didn't or any piece of information you'd like to share or. Hmm. Um, no, I, I think we pretty much covered it all. Um, yeah, no, good questions. Um, yeah, I think, uh, I think if you're, if you're, if you're watching this and you, 
you know, you want to get into the, the digital nomad lifestyle, but you have no experience. Uh, one thing is, well, you know, Rahim is interviewing people like, uh, like myself and, and others that, you know, uh, I think we're more of like the real deal and a little bit more of a realistic expectation because a lot of people, what they see is like these people advertising on Instagram and like coming out of helicopters and whatever. And like, <laughs> uh, yeah. and, and it seems a bit like extreme and extremely lavish and, uh, and, and you got, you guys would be surprised, like how many of it is fake, like how many of these Lamborghinis are just rented, you know, or like, it's, it's, uh, it's all like, uh, an image is an advertising thing, uh, in order to attract, because obviously it works, you know, it captures our attention, but I think, uh, it does uh, a negative impact on the sense that it gives a false perception of, of reality. Uh, you know, I think there's like a 1% of, like, uh, you know, entrepreneurs or digital nomads out there that get to that level. Uh, and obviously that's, that's the goal. Like, trust me, someday I want to be hopping out of helicopters or whatever. That's um, not a bad thing. No? It's not. not, uh, no. not about, no. Yeah. But I, what I, but what I'm trying to get at is like, this is, you know, this is, this is like the real life. This is the lifestyle that we have, that we have now. And like, I work, I'm, I'm working towards that goal, you know? Um, but, um, but, you know, I started from zero, like I explained how I got to like where I am now and, uh, just continue to sharpen up my skill sets every day and create new things and continue to learn and, and, uh, and yeah, one, once one meal at a time, one step at a time. Okay. Thank you very much, Hermes, uh, for your time and uh, for the valuable information that you, I think it's, it's been pretty amazing. Actually, I learned a lot about you during that meeting. Uh, <laughs> I didn't know before. No, it's uh, really. And uh, so thank you for your time. And uh, maybe we'll do another interview at another point of time or, or we see later on. And uh, yeah, thank sure. you everybody for, uh, for listening. And I hope the information that Hermes, uh, provided was uh, quite valuable and if you guys have any other comments or any questions that you think i should ask just like uh direct message them to me and i'd be more than happy to include them in my questions anyways yeah. thank you very much uh and yeah. i will see you uh actually i will see you today because uh, we are yeah. uh, we, we have a salsa session with, uh, <laughs> with a few of our friends so that would be fun yeah All right and 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 i, I want to add one more thing Go ahead. uh yeah so all the people that, that will be watching this is like, um, you know, Rahim is, is real, has been really, really good at community building. Uh, he is known, he has the, no, the name of uh, the Uluwatu mayor. He's earned that title uh, unanimously. And, uh, and yeah, like he speaks from experience and uh, I think he's, he's doing a great job at bringing lots of authentic people uh, into these meetings to explain you guys like how, how this whole digital lifestyle uh, works. So uh, thanks for that, Raheem. Pleasure. It's a pleasure having you and it's a pleasure to mm -hmm. do that. Cool. All right. Cool. Thank you very much. See you later. No and bye. Take care. Bye. Ciao. Bye.